Hey guys, this is Pastor Stacy at Trinity of Fairview. Welcome to our Be the Man podcast. I look to join you here every Monday as I share principles that will equip you to undertake your job description as a husband to be the man in your household. Look forward to sharing with you week in and week out. sound like a little Matthew McConaughey right there. I'm, I don't know where that even came from, but I'm glad you guys are, are right here with us listening to the Be The Man podcast today, uh, talking about how we can pursue our job description that is given to us from the Apostle Paul, love your wives as Christ has loved the church. And I want to give you some updates too. Uh, we've got a little couples version in the works that we're moving towards, so that we can come at this from both angles. Love your wives as Christ loved the church. And how do the, how do the wives respond to that kind of love? And I will tell you guys, you serve your wife like we've been talking about. You get yourself into a posture where you just make it about her and about doing what the Lord's asked you to do for her. You begin to serve her in this way, and you just watch what happens in the dynamics of your relationship. It's going to revolutionize the way that you and your bride walk through marriage. Certainly, I can give uh, scriptural precedent for that, but in these podcasts, I'm trying to give practical and experiential expression to it and evidence for it that, man, 34 years, Tammy and I still just loving each other like nobody's business, just happy to be with her. And Eli's here with me on the grand, uh, again, the grand moments. We talked about dreaming last week. He's living the dream in those moments with hope. And uh, gosh, it's a it's it's refreshing to me, Eli, just to be around you guys, man. It really is, and to see the excitement, to playing with you a little bit, and see what the Lord has for you guys, even in these near days, is really exciting, man. So thank you for being right here with us Absolutely. today. Absolutely, it's a thrill to be here. It's a thrill. Well, I'm glad to have you, and the Lord's doing so much in Eli's life. And if you're around the ministries of Trinity of Fairview, you'll get to see some of that just starting to take flight in a way that I don't believe either one of us thought thought about even a year ago no. where we'd be right here together in the life of Amen. the church and certainly didn't think about sitting across the table from you dude and, and uh, doing something like this so I'm happy that you're here I think the Lord has put on my spirit uh, a rather exciting word for us today Eli to talk about with our listeners the word adventure And I I think I want to, by the end of the day, have people looking at their relationship, men looking at their relationship with their spouse as a grand adventure. So, Eli, we're men. I guess men are supposed to be and somehow wired to be driven by the adventure. You know, if it's an adventure, somehow we lay our hands on it and, and wrap our arms around it and put our hearts in it. And, and away we go. Would you consider yourself a, as an adventurer? Is that kind of the way you see yourself, man? I think so. And I was just looking up the definition of adventure. So according to Google, is an unusual and exciting experience or activity. So that's, that's me up and down. I love going out and trying something new, doing exciting things. Uh, and getting new experiences. So, yes, I think I absolutely am an adventurer. I love that, and I've witnessed that in Eli. Uh, you know, I I've, I've feel like I've given him grand opportunity for unplanned adventure all the time. I, I throw stuff at him, and I'm telling you, he is 
always ready to dive in. And I feel that way too. Um, I'm just not a, a person that enjoys a, a, a dull days, you know. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm not saying, you know, I'm a little older than you, Eli, so Eli might have a different understanding of adventure uh, than, than the old man does over here. It changes as you get a little older, but adventure nonetheless is kind of what we're after. What if I asked you, what's the grandest adventure you think you've ever been on? What is it? I mean, is it a trip? Is it a, it, it, what, is it a sports event that you participated in? Or what is it? What's, what's the biggest thing in your life, man? I think uh, the grandest thing that I can think of, the first thing that comes to my mind was when I got to college, they, I, w- I got a track scholarship, so I was running on the track team. And they were like, what is your, where do you fit in in the track team? Are you more of a long-distance runner? Or are you more of a thrower, a jumper? And I was like, you know, I'd like to try each one of them. So they said, well, here is an adventure we got for you. Let's make you a decathlete. So oh, I was a decathlete for two years. Wow. And that was, I can definitely say, one of the greatest adventures wow. <laughs> yeah. I've done so far. And, and, and Eli does this all the time still. I mean, he was just after Johnny a minute ago. Let's go run, man. After yep. Pastor Hushes on this podcast, let's go, uh, <laughs> let's go for a run. Uh, I'm running right toward McDonald's, I think, Eli. <laughs> That's where I'm going. <laughs> to me, that might be the adventure of my day. Is heading to the Golden Arches, and that can be an adventure. It really can, in and of itself. <laughs> yes. And I really look back at my life, and and um, I thank God that I've I've been allowed to be on some 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 marvelous trips to some marvelous places. Some of them ministry related, uh, but most of them just life related. Um, you know, I've shared a story how I met Tammy. That was an adventure, just heading out on a camping trip, in Myrtle Beach. You know. Three, three guys uh, heading out from the mountains to the beach on their own. That was about as big an adventure as I was capable of going on in those days. So uh, I, I'm nothing like a decathlete, brother. I, I don't have anything to compare with that. But you find, I believe, in life that adventure begins to change. What you see as an adventure, not, not that you don't see physical activity or, or a physical challenge, um, I remember being, we have been so blessed to go so many places, Eli, and you're going to be, down the road, you're going to do the same thing. But I can remember being in Yosemite Valley, which is right now closed, if I, I think. I think it's still closed because of the amount of snow in the Sierra Nevadas and the, and the melt-off. The Merced River, I think, is flooding the Yosemite Valley, so um, you really can't be there right now. But I remember we were there a few Junes back. It's been probably five or six years ago with the girls. And at the foot of Yosemite Falls in Yosemite Valley are the size of boulders, boulders that are bigger than buses, man. They are big. And that water in June from the melt is just pouring off of there. I can't even imagine what it's like right now coming down the side of that mountain. And um, we took the girls just bouldering up in there. And, you know, they're running in and out and climbing over these boulders, the spray of Yosemite Falls. And I'm loving life and seeing good days. I wasn't quite 50 then, so I still had a little energy. Um, <laughs> and, man, we just had a great time. We spent all evening there and went to a little pizza joint called The Loft. If you're ever in Yosemite Valley, it was some of the best pizza, maybe because I was really hungry. But it was great. And you see all the backpackers come in there. That was kind of their hangout and great meal. We stayed in a place right near there, and the next day I said, what do you girls want to do? And they said, let's go back and do it again. So there's that adventurous spirit that even sometimes your children, as you guys grow together, you're going to want to have adventures with your kids. And some of my sweetest nights, Eli, have been spent. um, We had a little minivan, a little Ford 
you remember an Aerostar? You remember that? An Aerostar? I've it's worked old. on a few. Hey, ah, yeah. Eli can do so many things, man. <laughs> Mechanican is one of them. We had a little Aerostar van. It was menthol blue. It was oh. the ugliest thing, but it was <laughs> it got our family around, and it was cheap. It was really good, man. And I can remember so many nights with a little plug-in, uh, one of those TVs that plugged in the cigarette lighter, and then you actually took a VHS tape. And I can remember coming home from Gatlinburg after a day at Dollywood with the kids in the back asleep and the hum of that TV, the blue light off that TV. Wow. Long road trip home past midnight, but couldn't have been more satisfied as a dad and as a husband. Tammy and I were blessed to have those things. And marriage really should be the grandest of adventures. You know, when, when you and Hope stand together, um, and, and we'll, we'll do some counseling, I'm sure, in the days ahead. Oh, but yeah. uh, when, when you and Hope stand together, I, I want to challenge you that um, you see every day, every moment of your marriage, every moment of your relationship as a grand adventure. Hmm. I, I think of Paul's challenge to Timothy. You and I talk about Paul and Timothy oh, a yeah. lot, but I think of Paul's challenge to Timothy when he said, you know, lay hold to that eternal life. Lay hold to it. Live it out every day. Engage it. Grab it. That's what lay hold means. Lay hold to it, man. Uh, milk the most out of it and live that life starting right now. Not when you get to the kingdom of glory, but starting right now. Mm. Live that life, that eternal life that God has planted inside you. So we're meant to be adventurers, and we should be doubly more than anywhere else, we should see our marriage relationship as the grandest adventure. So when you guys stand together, I, I'll ask you a question, Eli. I hope it's not here. We'll ask her this later on in counseling. Mm -hmm. But uh, can you think of anything bolder? Can you think of anything that takes more courage than what you're going to do when you stand together and take each other by the hand and say, here we go. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Uh, just think about that a minute. Can you yeah. think of anything that takes more courage than that? Honestly, I don't know if I really can. I think that's uh, a lifelong commitment that is, you know, under the eyes of God. So I, I think that's a pretty bold and courageous kind of thing. So it's I'm, I'm beyond excited, but I definitely think that, yeah, that's a that's a courageous sort of bold kind of thing. So. It's a big move because <laughs> you're opening yourself up. Right. You know, to a person that you, in a way you've never opened yourself up to anybody. You're depending on a person. And this is marriage, guys. This is what I'm trying to paint for you. You're depending on a person, and they're depending on you in a way that they have never depended on anybody else. Mm -hmm. And all of us have been there. I remember taking Tammy by the hand thinking, I got no idea what the rest of our life is going to look like. Now, we got some plans, and I know you guys have plans. Oh, yeah. We got some plans. Dreamer podcast. Yeah, last, last week. Pick it up, man. Pick it up. You got some dreams and plans. But the reality is you're making a big, bold move of faith. You're stepping out. You're in faith, as Paul said, laying hold of that life. And I think maybe the most integral part of life that God could ever give a man is a bride, a godly bride. Mm. And you're taking her by the hand. You're taking hold of her. And you're saying, I hope I don't know what tomorrow. I, I, we got some thoughts, but we're not real sure right. uh, how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen. But right here, I'm committing to walk with you uh, every day into whatever God has for us. That's bold, brother. That's big. Amen. Well, you're prepared. You're a decathlete. So she's got, <laughs> she's got uh, a blessed fella that's going to be leading her into those adventures. And I think I want to say to you just a couple things, guys, maybe. Maybe Eli can talk about these with me today. Uh, just a couple of thoughts I have 
uh, about adventure. Um, you know, adventure is a decision. It, it's certainly, there's such a thing as a planned adventure. There's such a thing as a spontaneous adventure. But nevertheless, adventure is a decision. You decide to posture yourself in that way. Does that make sense, Eli, what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. So when you get up in the morning, you can see the day as a list of things to do or a grind to get through, or you can see it as a grand adventure. And we do that individually. But think about with your bride deciding. Uh, we mentioned dream dates last week, and Tammy and I had one since the last podcast. And, man, we talked about specifically what's the next adventure for us? What's the next thing, honey, that we're going to do? And so it is a posture where you're constantly open to the opportunity uh, for adventure in your life. But it is a decision. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. You have to decide if you're going to embrace this idea of, man, this is the funnest thing. This is the most unpredictable thing. Um, I think it might have been. I, I had a quote here, Eli. Don't let me, don't let me hold you too long as of my technology. I, I didn't mean to let it to slow down this much. But I had a quote here. From, I believe it was John Steinbeck that said, if you think you can control something, you just need to, to understand what marriage is because you can't control it. You think you can, man, but it has a life of its own. And, and the reason you can't control it is because you can't control the world. You can't control the circumstances. And you don't really have knowledge of everything that's going to happen. So we shouldn't try to just control everything in our relationships, guys. Mm to the nth degree. We have to posture ourselves to understand that there's going to be some unpredictability to marriage. And Eli, isn't that what makes it fun? Absolutely. Think about think about what you got coming with hope. How would you feel about it if you knew every minute of every hour of every day what was going to happen for the next 50 years in your life? It wouldn't be quite as exciting. It wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't I, at all. I, I even, you know, compare that to what I was talking about with the decathlon. You have no idea what's coming next. I don't know. It's so unpredictable and I think it taught me a great life lesson. That is applicable to this marriage concept of there is we have no idea what the future holds. Only God knows that. And and like you said, being postured to change, that's that's a that's I don't want to say it's scary because it's exciting, I think is the right word for it. It is, it is a scary kind of exciting. It can be daunting. <laughs> I think it's yes. both of those things, brother. <laughs> so it is a decision. I use this illustration a lot with couples. I, I I use this a ton. There's a picture in my office and maybe maybe one day on a on a video cast somewhere I'll show it to you. But there's a picture in my office of um, if you ever been to Dollywood, there's this wooden roller coaster, the Thunderhead oh, yeah. is there in Dollywood. Big, big time coaster, you know, and just standing out from it, you can't really tell where it's going. I mean it's the, the it's claim to fame is the twists and the turns and it looks like a tornado or a storm has picked it up and twisted it around and sat it back down. So you can't really even tell. Have you written it, Eli? I have. Not long, yet. A long time ago? I think it's been a, is it, it's not a new one, is no, it? No, no. It's okay, old. So yeah, yeah, it it's, it's one of the wooden ones I've written. Yep. Yeah. And so you can't even tell when you're on it where you're headed. Yeah. I mean, you see track all around you, and you go, when are we going to get there? When I mean, wait, 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 you don't even know where you're bumpy, going. Bumpy ride. Yes, it yeah. is. It's raucous, brother. It's raucous. Uh, yes, uh, your insides will know you, you rode. <laughs> so it's an adventure, to say the least. But I'm, an, I'm a roller coaster guy. I really am. And my girls, I've taught them that. They're roller coaster girls. We've, we've done that. But I'm going to tell you something about Tammy, guys. She hates roller coasters <laughs> with a passion. She does. She hates them. Um, our first date, I'm digressing here, but this is really just kind of cool. You guys should hear this story. The first date we really went on was with her school, uh, which was a Christian school that she went to in Hendersonville. We went to Carowinds at the end of the year. They took 
uh, the senior class. One of our, one of our, at the beginning of the year, actually, they took the senior class on a on a pre pre school year kind of trip. It was to Carowinds. They had a roller coaster called Thunder Road oh. back in the day. I don't even think it's there anymore. I don't think so. Uh, but it was a long out and back wooden roller coaster, and and I was, I, yeah, I was Mister. Uh, I was up with the times back in the in the mid eighties. You know, <laughs> I, I had this white linen shirt on, really looking shirt you know and so I said let's ride this let's ride this roller coaster right off the bat sure she said we get on this roller coaster man and long story short by the end of it I think any makeup she had on was on that white linen shirt when we got off there it was just covered and I said to her you don't like roller coasters, do oh you? She said, no, I hate oh them. I said, why goodness. didn't you tell me, man? I wouldn't, we wouldn't have got on that. But nevertheless, so for her to ride a roller coaster is a big deal. Yeah. So here we are at Dollywood. Um, she doesn't ride roller coasters. The kids and I always get on them. And, and this particular day, for some reason, the girls, Rachel's about 10, Riley's you know, maybe 6, and they were just badgering her to get on this roller coaster, just shaming her, you know, just uh, all day riding her. Why don't you ride the roller You know, just giving her a hard time. She finally said, if I ride it once, will you never ask me to ride a roller coaster again in, in my life? And they said, yeah, hey, we're in on that. You know? <laughs> so I let them go, and I purposed in my spirit that, you know, you can buy pictures. Nowadays, you can download them. Back yeah. in the day, you had to buy them right on the spot, you know. And I purposed in my mind, I don't care what it looks like. I'm buying that picture because I'm never going to see her on a roller coaster yep. again. And the Lord had it ordered just right because my sister and my niece, Aubrey, mm -hmm. were, were, were there with us. So in the picture, you have Rachel and Aubrey, which are cousins about the same age, my daughter, my niece. Behind them, you have Tammy. And, and Aubrey's mama, my sister, Stephanie, that's who's in this picture. And if you look at this picture, Rachel even has a broken arm. You talk about an adventurer. She was an adventurer. So they always, the girls have their hands up. Uh, Aubrey's holding Rachel's cast, which is smart because it beat her to death, I'm sure, if she didn't hang on to it. And you can tell these two girls have ridden this ride before. They know right where the camera is. They're giving it their best rock and roll sign or whatever it is. You know, they're doing that. Um, got their tongue out, whatever face they're going to make, they're making it. And you can tell they are riding the living fire out of the Thunderhead. But if you look behind them, you see a, an entirely different story. <laughs> Tammy especially. Stephanie likes roller coasters. She's pretty good, but she didn't have her hands up. She had her hands, so she was smiling, but had her eyes closed. Tammy, you can literally see the white in her knuckles gripping. She is scared absolutely to death. And I use that picture as an illustration. So, guys, think about this. When, the, when they got on that roller coaster and it was sitting in the station, they got in there, they put the safety bar down, and they say, do their checks, everybody's good to go. When that ride started rolling, everybody on it was going to ride. Mm -hmm. When it rolled out of that station, yep. there was no turning back. They don't stop it and let you get off. Yep. You're, you're going to ride. But you have a decision. That's what's in that picture. So you, you know you rolled out of the station you're going to ride. The only thing that's in your control at that point is how you're going to ride that ride. Mm, that's good. How am I going to ride this ride? Mm. And marriage is the same. You know, Tammy didn't know. She'd never ridden it before. She didn't know the twists and turns. I'd say Aubrey and Rachel probably had it memorized at that point. But yeah. Tammy, she didn't know. Yep. She didn't know what was coming. She didn't know if she was going to be alive when she got off of it. She was scared to death. But she rode it. And, and what you have to decide is are you going to ride it with your hands up and, and, and getting every bit out of it, or are you going to ride it fighting it? Because if you've ever ridden a roller coaster, you can't fight it. You try, and it's worse. Yep. 
So, guys, when, when you stood with your bride, I don't care how long ago, or think about a, like Eli, when you stand with your bride, if that's a day ahead of you, you're going to make a decision that day to embark on the grandest adventure you can possibly imagine with that person. And to me, that word characterizes marriage in a way that nothing else does. When you begin to see it as an adventure, you begin to get to experience it as an adventure. When you see it as an opportunity for joy, when you see it as an opportunity for thrill, when you see it as an opportunity for conquest, when you see it as an opportunity of riding beside somebody with your hands up into the unknown, and we're going to face that together. We're going to lay hold to this life that the Lord has before us. We're going to live it together. When you begin to see it as that, all of a sudden you begin to experience it Mm. as that. And I think, folks, that fight marriage because you can you know, you can get up every day thinking, man, oh, man, how can I spend more time away from the house today? Mm. Um, and that's sad, guys. I, you know, how can I get away? And here's what the enemy will do. How can I get away from my home and my wife and my kids, guys? I'm just being straight with you. You begin to think, how can I get away from that so I can have an adventure? Mm. So I can go with the guys on a golf trip or I can go on a fishing trip and I can really have some fun, really be who God's called me to be and, and get a break from this mundane day in and day out thing. And guys, I'm telling you, if you posture yourself towards your marriage as a captivity and as an obligation and as merely a business partnership, you will rob it of every bit of adventure that, that the Lord means for you to have in it. And that will be the experience. But quite the contrary, when, the, when, you can, when you can see your relationship with your wife, when you can see your relationship with your family as, oh my goodness, what are we going to get into today? I think that. When I'm, with, when I'm going with my girls, or, or now I've got four of them. I've got, I've got Austin and, and Nick and, and Riley and Rachel, and now Tammy and I have the four of them. Man, when we're all six together, I don't want to plan too much. i got a little plan, but it's really cool just to see what we get into and, and how things develop and hear the stories that they tell and allow them to dream a little bit. It's an adventure watching them begin to start on this grand journey that the Lord has launched them on. When you begin to posture yourself to look for the adventure, all of a sudden you begin to experience the adventure in your relationship. So, guys, it is a decision. And if I could encourage you today to do anything is ask yourself this question. How does your spouse believe? How does your significant other, the lady that the Lord has put in your life, how does she believe you're living? Does she see you when you're with her as, oh my gosh, what is the Lord going to do in us and through us today? What twist and what turn? And guys, listen, I'm painting this as it's always going to be easy. It's always going to be palatable. It's always going to be everything you want, but it's not. You, you need somebody to go on those adventures that you're not sure you're going to get through, that you're not sure how you're going to handle, that the load that you have to bear in the moment is more than you can do, maybe even more than the two of you can do, and you're going to have to lay hold to that life of Christ that is in you both that we talked about earlier, that spiritual connection. And the only way you're going to get through that moment is to do it together with grand courage and lay hold to that life that He has given you. And if you've not been doing it up to that point, I find it really hard when those challenging adventures, when those challenging levels, I'm thinking, why in the world am I thinking about Candy Crush? When those nightmarishly hard levels come to you on Candy Crush, 
you're you're gonna have to have some things in the tank. You you hope you got some some you know you hope you got some 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 wrapped candies or something some some kind of things you can start that challenge with. And guys, that's the way that that your life should be lived. You should be storing up every adventure that you have should energize you for those adventures that are to come, so that you know you got some stuff in the tank that you got a way that you're going to get through this. Hey, the Lord is. You can look back and say, Hey, we have been here before. The Lord has brought us through things before. The Lord has helped us walk that road before. And we know that at the end of the day, we, He and we are going to be through this. And we're going to look back. And we're going to see that we had experiences and things even in the hardest moments of life that He taught us and that He showed us that we could have never had if we hadn't embraced one another and with great courage just faced that day together. Man, that's almost my preacher voice, guys. So I'm going to back it up just a minute. But So I want you to understand that um, adventure in your relationship is a posture, something that when you stood together, you understood well. I asked Eli that question at the beginning, you know, how do you see that? How do you see your marriage? How do you see it? Is it a, is it a big adventure? You know, can, have you ever done anything more bold? And guys, maybe it's been a long time since you've thought about your marriage that way. Maybe today you need to find your spouse and recommit yourselves to one another before the Lord to say, Lord, you know, we're going to quit. We, certainly, we're going to plan, and we're, we're certainly going to have an idea. That's a very biblical way to go at it, right, Eli? You got some ideas. You guys are making plans, uh, and it's very biblical. A man shouldn't build a house unless he counts the cost. Mm-hmm. You, you got to have some idea where you're going. But, but commit to one another afresh and anew. And when those curveballs come and when that bridge isn't there that you thought was there and when the creek's up and flood in the valley and the way that you thought you were going to get through isn't the way that you can go, man, be ready to just embrace that, encounter that, and, and, and overcome that together as the couple adventurers that God has put you with. Eli, do you think hope? Would rather have you get up in the morning saying, oh, what a day this is. We are going to have a grand day today or get up in the morning going, oh, my gosh, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Now, I framed that in a very rhetorical way, but I'm going to let you speak to that. As a, as a husband, how do you think that she is going to respond to that in the days ahead? Yeah, I hope, and I actually had a question sort of in lieu of that for you. You know, I hope that our days ahead are exciting and every day we wake up we can just go after the next adventure that God's calling us to and I think even now as we're preparing for marriage in that way I mean these new ministry opportunities the things that we have ahead of us you know uh, the the attitude is what's next what what can we do to help build the kingdom of God and how can this be an exciting thing but I was going to ask for people who may you know for couples who may be in this period of change or struggle or things that they're not exactly sure about, how can you speak to encourage them? And, I mean, you kind of hit on it a little bit, but this idea of they don't wake up every morning excited mm-hmm. for what's next. They almost dread it. How can you encourage them in that and speak to that? I, th- I think it's a great question, Eli, and I get this a lot. I really do. Um, someone asked me the other day, just a few days ago, they've been listening to the podcast. They asked me a very pointed question. They said, you know, is your marriage really like that? <laughs> I mean, I, and these are people that know Tame and I really well. Sure. And they said, you know, I, I, from the outside, every every time we see you, it seems to be like that. You guys seem to be up. Uh, you, you know, you guys. And people think that maybe somehow we've just got it made and we're just rolling along and we never face any challenges. But quite the contrary is true. You know, especially in ministry, 
you you face uh, challenges day in and day out that are that are weighty, and so people ask me all the time. So how do you guys prepare for that? How do you guys do that? And I did hit on it a little bit, but I think the first step is this: have the awareness that you need to prepare. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Have that awareness between the two of you that there are. Just admit it right up front. Tammy will tell you that people ask her all the time, is he happy all the time? Um, is he like that all the time? And, and I will say I'm like that all the time. But that does not mean that I don't fight anxiety, that I don't fight even depression, mm-hmm. that I don't face very challenging things in my life. Sleepless nights lately, I don't know why, for the last few years, I encounter that. Um, just a lot of inward battles yeah. that go on. But I think being able to live above those things, even though those things are there, and to be able to approach the day that say, hey, even in this sleeplessness, Lord, how am I going to find you? Even in this moment of challenge ministerially where maybe you got to do something or be something that you don't know how to do and you can't do, as a minister, you're going to face that. Yeah. I can't tell you how many places Tammy and I have walked into together ministerially that all the way there I've been going, Lord, I'm not adequate. I don't even have a way. I don't even know where to start with this. I'm going to have to have you. Yeah. And and I think the idea of we know those days are coming and the awareness of we're not going to bat a thousand in, in this. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. We're not going to bat a thousand in this. And we know these challenges are going to come. I think that's the first step in that is the awareness is that you can't avoid them. I'm not doing what Eli and I are engaging in this podcast to tell you some kind of secret for how you can live an unchallenged life and have an unchallenged marriage that is not out there. Uh, It is going to be hard, harder once you decide to adopt these principles and to pursue your job description. Guys, it might get harder, to be honest with you. But I think that awareness and that admission and that knowledge that that is out there for us, Mm -hmm. then it will help you to come together and say, in a real way, as I believe you did in your marriage vows, and I'm going to take them back to there again. I believe when you stood in your marriage vows and you said, better or worse, some semblance of that, richer or poorer, sickness and in health, some some semblance of that, you were anticipating that, A, we don't know what all is going to be out there, and B, we do know that the likelihood is we're going to face all these situations together. And you're anticipating that and you're aware of it, and you then begin to say, hey, I can posture myself that even in the hard moments of life, God can teach us something, and God can grow us, and God can even bless us. I will go that far. Um, today, guys, we had a our end-of-the-year academy celebration here, which was f- phenomenal, man, at Trinity Fairview. That's phenomenal. But uh, Tammy and I... Our mom-in-law, my mom in love, passed away a little over a year and a half ago, and Tammy's mom, and and we decided to do some scholarships for some kids in her memory. And I go back. I went back this morning. Eli, I'll tell you, I'm a, I'm an emotional wreck most of the time. She made me read the the presentation speech, and I just destroyed it. It was awful, but it was heartfelt nonetheless. I I, I felt it. And you know, you feel those moments of great loss and great sorrow. And that was one of the hardest things I've ever watched my wife go through. But even in that, we look back even today and days like today, mm-hmm. when you remember who she was, when you remember what she taught you, when she remember how she lived, 
even though she's in glory, which she wouldn't come back now for love and money, even though I know she's in glory and even though I know I see her, it's a hard day sometimes. And I know I knew today would be hard. But we saw it as a chance to bless some kids and recognize some kids and to remember her well. Mm. And that's maybe a good example of what I'm trying to say to you, that today for us was even an adventure. As a matter of fact, when we got up, she said, you know I'm not reading that script. I cannot do it. I said, well, I'll do my best, baby. And she said to me today, well, we will do it together. That's the way mom would have wanted us to do it, is mm. to do it together and for her, for her memory. Mm. And I wouldn't trade today. Um, I would love to have Faye back, but I wouldn't trade today uh, for anything. It was our adventure of the day. Amen. So I think when you begin to be aware that those hard moments of life are coming, yeah. it begins to make you press to the point to say, like you did in your vows, a daily vow. Another thing I had in my notes, was, uh, adventure was is, is, is a decision. Mm-hmm. So you're making a decision together that whether it's tough or 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 challenging. If you're in a moment of challenge today, let me encourage you. Eli asked me a question that I didn't answer. That's the way preachers do it, isn't it? He <laughs> asked me a question, what would I say to you? So if you're in a moment of challenge today, find your spouse somewhere, find your bride, and just say, look, this is difficult. Maybe it's the hardest thing you've ever been through. But God put us together to walk through this together under the leadership and by the power of the Holy Spirit, and we are going to learn from it. We're going to honor Him in it, and we're going to glorify Him in it, and I promise you blessing, even blessing will come through that hard moment. So that's my my best advice to them, Eli. And and I think I want to bridge on to this too, and this is similarly tied to that. that not only is an adventure in your marriage a, a decision, adventure in your marriage is a daily thing. Yeah. I think it's a daily thing. You know, not every day you're riding a thunderhead. You're just not. I mean, not every day. But it's a daily thing, whether whether you see it as a life-changing event, you know, um, or, or whether it's just, you know, what a cool sunset this is. It was driving down the road together, hon. My goodness, what a, what a cool moment this is. So just, I, I think maybe, maybe I would share with you, make adventure in your relationship a daily thing, something that at the end of the day, you say, what did you see God do today in us and through us? Where did, where did he give us a moment just to connect and to enjoy who he is and, and the great blessing that he bestowed upon us in giving us one another? And, guys, I encourage you to take the lead in it. That sounds like something we'd, we'd rather the wife bring up, you know. that. But I'm going to tell you, Eli, if you'll, if you'll get uh, set a habit now just for a daily moment, think of something through your day as you're going. And I encourage you that in that moment when you see it, say it. Does that make sense? Yeah. In that moment when you see it, say it. When you see that moment to seize that will push you guys forward, in some moments as you go, will we'll drive you back to other moments. Man, you remember X. I passed this today, and I remember because of X, I remember Y. And you'll have a smile on your face together, mm-hmm. and it'll be really cool. So make it a daily thing where you find one moment, even if it's at the end of the day. Maybe that's a good practice, guys. At the end of the day, just blow your wife away today. Uh, when the kids finally get to bed, if you've got them and things kind of quieten down and, uh, you know, maybe you're doing a little reading or, or, or maybe a little prayer time together before your prayer, when you go to bed, just say, honey, uh, what was the best thing about your day today? What was, what was it that God showed you of himself? And, and be ready to share something with her 
that God showed you about your marriage, about your relationship, and how come it's a grand blessing to you. And you watch the adventure scale start to ramp up because then you start paying attention to those things on the daily, and they become a part of your life um, for not only on the daily, but for every... You go from adventure to adventure. You talked about that. You mentioned that, Eli, in the beginning. It seems like we're going from one thing to the next thing, and all of them are great. And, and you begin to, in your life, see that pattern begin to emerge. Did you travel a lot as a, as a kid, Eli, I mean, with your parents? Did y'all travel a bit? We did. I, I, we definitely went. My dad's a pastor, and he traveled from church to church. It seemed like he was evangelist all, right. all the time. So we did travel. I mean, it's you know, in the state most of the time, but we were always on the road, it seemed like. So, yep. yes. Road trips. Yep. Road trips are grand adventure, man. And, you know, I think that when you have an eye toward the next trip or the next thing, I will, I'm going to encourage you guys in that. Uh, it, it's a decision on the daily. But it's also planned. You can plan adventure. And I, I want you guys to be mindful of that. That uh, If you ask our girls today, they would say that I am the guy that lives from the next big thing. The last day of school was today, and our small group's taking a mission trip to Arizona in a couple of weeks, and a few of the uh, educators here are going with us, and um, every one of us passed today. Hey, Arizona, here we come. So, I mean, last day of school, got that adventure behind us, yep. and immediately your eyes look up to the next thing. And, guys, there's value in that. Now, it doesn't have to be a trip to Arizona, okay? It doesn't. It may be a trip down to Lake Lure to your favorite restaurant or some, some place that your kids love a ton and you know it's going to bring out a good thing. It can be, it doesn't have to cost anything. It can just be something that you guys are doing together. But let me encourage you, Eli, I'm encouraging you. Hope you can play this back when you need to. Yes. Eli will be good at this. Uh, you know, have planned adventure in your life. Yeah. Make sure that, 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 that you have something out there. That the dream that you see becomes a step, the adventure becomes stepping toward those dreams. And from moment to moment to moment, have that planned adventure in your life. My girls will tell you that that's the way I live, and it's still the way I live, you know. And, and when I'm afraid, Eli, I'm going to tell you, when I'm afraid that there's not something out there, I start planning something. <laughs> yep. I jump on yep. the Internet, where can we go, what can we do? And uh, that's just the way I'm built uh, from inside out. But it's something that I have learned yeah. over time. I learned the value of it. Again, I tell you guys that Tammy and I did a lot accidentally, quote, unquote, in the beginning that was very powerful. Oh, my goodness, our adventure was Sunday afternoon after we got out of church. We were going to Lake Lure. Here we go, Eli. Ten bucks you could rent a, a little John boat with a Johnson little single Johnson outboard engine on the back, Come and on. we'd take some friends of ours down there. <laughs> Ten bucks, man. I could pull that off back in the day. That was a big deal. And we would live all week thinking we're going to go hit the lake on Sunday in a rented little flat-bottom aluminum boat. <laughs> and we still talk about, when we're around the friends that we went with in those days, we still talk about those moments. So uh, always I think we learned that, that, you know, it's good to have that to look forward to. So Guys, plan your adventure. Certainly decide decide that you guys are going to embrace it. You know, how are you going to ride? That's your decision today. Maybe I'll leave you with that thought, Eli. Is that good? Yeah. How are you going to ride, guys? How are you riding? Because that's a decision that you can make day in and day out with your spouses. How am I riding in this relationship? The train, if you're married, has already left the station. And from here on in, you can decide how you, you're going to ride. And secondly, begin to plan those adventures. Eli, have you got 
uh, I, I know you guys haven't set a date, but I bet you've already thought about where we're going on our honeymoon. Where we're going, have you have you already planned that kind of stuff? We we're, it's in the works. There every day it seems like we're coming up with new plans. I love so there's, it. There's always new things coming up. I love it. So don't let that end in the way yep. of adventure. Don't let that honeymoon end. Always plan some way that that you can have something to look forward to with your wife, and if the Lord blesses you with kids, guys out there, decide today how you're going to ride, and then say, man, oh, man, I might, I might need to take the lead in planning, yeah. planning some adventure moments and, for my family. When you say that, you know, it, with the Holy Spirit's guidance, that your plans and adventures line up like they together. Always. Always, man. And I think maybe that's a good way to end it, is what will come out of the planned adventure is the unplanned adventure. Amen. Um, you know, you, you, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails, right? Amen. Yeah. Uh, many are the plans in a man's heart, but, yeah. but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Uh, and that's what you find in the way of adventure, man, that eternal life that Paul was talking about with Timothy. Lay hold to it, begin to walk in it, begin to live it out, and, and I promise you there will be things you never dreamed of that, that you'll find yourself involved in. There'll be places you never thought you'd go that God will have you in. There'll be experiences that you and your bride never even dreamed were possible that the Holy Spirit will bring about in your life. That's great, brother. That's great. You got anything you want to say to these folks before we go today, Eli? Anything at all? I just, I mean, I, if, I guess you guys can't see our faces, but I think we spoke of this before too. But I just, it's, it's a joy to do it. I love it. We're both excited and, you know. Amen. It's a lot we, of fun to be we hope it's a blessing to you guys, man. If you're having half as much fun as we are, yep. it's going really good. And again, share it with some folks, man. If it blesses you, uh, we we always appreciate that. We really hadn't done any advertising other side word of mouth, and we might try to do that in the days ahead. But I really would appreciate it. You just share it with some fellas that you think would would uh, gain from it, grow from it, and know that you are loved right where you are, and that we're praying that you be the man in your relationship. See you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to Be The Man. I hope you were blessed today as Pastor Stacy gives you tools on how to be the man of your household. Our hope is that through this, you are equipped with practical principles for a godly and happy marriage. If you were blessed today, please share this podcast with your friends and family and leave us a review. Have a wonderful day and catch us next time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of Trinity of Fairview's media outlets.